0: Corporate sponsorship of the Recon Havoc podcast is provided by Game Day Men's Health in Madison. Men,
1: let's face it, we know you hate going to the doctor. But Game Day Men's Health in Madison isn't your average doctor. They get you in and out quickly with their simple, yet uniquely customized, three-step process. Game Day Men's Health offers testosterone replacement therapy, ED, weight loss treatments, HGH peptides, vitamin wellness, and other top-of-the-line services specifically designed to help you be the best husband, father, professional, and man you can be. Your initial consultation and testosterone level test is free. Game Day Men's Health. Visit them online at gamedaymenshealth.com forward slash Huntsville and book an appointment or go by their office at 9238 Madison Boulevard, Suite 1300B in Madison. Game Day Men's Health. Call 256-850-1570. 256-850-1570. When you need to be your best, it's Game Day Men's Health. Wreaking Havoc. Wreaking Havoc. Wreak
2: news interviews and more
0: we just reek of huntsville havoc hockey
3: welcome to the wreaking havoc podcast as we wind down 2023 i'm tim lambert and this week we'll hear an in the slot conversation with first year for the havoc anyway athletic trainer cody miller we've got another pick of the pack spotlight courtesy of head coach Stuart steffen coming up as well as a look at this weekend's games stay with us the wreaking havoc podcast continues
0: Wreaking Havoc Podcast.
3: One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. that's 497 BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Got something to say? Put it on a T-shirt, or hoodie, or apron, or even an iPhone case. Just go to DaddyO'sCustomTeas.com and make it happen. Look through their selection of ready-made designs or make one of your own. Check out their special hockey designs, too. With DaddyO's Custom Teas, you can truly have it your way. Look for DaddyO's Custom Teas on Facebook, Follow them on Twitter or Instagram, or go online to daddyoscustomtees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S, Daddy custom, T-E-E-S, dot com. Custom Tees, they've got your back, or front.
2: Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special. Call 233-8750 Come by our office at 508 South Jefferson Street Or look for the link online at AthensAL.US
0: Let's go In the Slot
3: Welcome back for our In the Slot segment This week we hear from athletic trainer Cody Miller Who is in his first year with the Havoc So I'm going to start with you like I do everybody Okay um, Give us the Cody Miller story
4: uh, yeah, so I'm from uh, Coleman, Alabama, just right down the road, basically, from Huntsville. And uh, I've actually been doing uh, athletic training or sports medicine pretty much since uh, my freshman year of high school uh, there at Coleman High School. My dad's uh, an athletic trainer as well. And uh, so I've pretty much been doing it since I was about 13. Okay. Um, so I started there. I went to Troy University down south for undergrad basically to do four years uh, for uh, athletic training. And I uh, wasn't really sure what, I, what sport I wanted to do, what level, what not. Um, decided to go get my master's, um, actually in Alabama, A&M, back up in Huntsville. Uh, so I was there for a couple of years before I came back after all this time. Okay. And I uh, still really wasn't sure. I actually was going to work uh, basketball at a college level. That was kind of my, uh, my go-to plan and uh it's kind of started uh covering high schools in Birmingham until i could find a spot and uh you know next thing you know the uh Birmingham Bulls job came open and somehow f- for you know after working about 2 months as for high schools my as my first job they s- for some reason hired me and uh i've been doing hockey pretty much ever since then okay kind of hard to kind of hard to get away from hockey once you start honestly
3: yeah so uh, okay, so you're you're from Coleman, and uh, that's that's a uh, that's a stretch from a lot of a lot of the folks we have on this podcast. <laughs> 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 They're from way up there, and and oh yeah, you know a lot of them didn't didn't even know there was hockey in the South.
4: Uh, d- did you play any sports growing up? I did not. Maybe as like a as a baby, the t-ball and stuff that most people do, but. Uh, no, more like I actually, I uh, really didn't play past the the little kid stage. So okay, um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, a fun. I'm not even, I don't even really watch sports to be honest with you either. I wouldn't even consider myself like a big sports fan. You know, I, I might watch a football game if it's important here or there, but uh, I pretty much just uh, watch my team and maybe like playoff hockey when it gets to that point.
3: Okay. Well, you mentioned that uh, your dad was was a trainer too. I was wondering if maybe um, being in the the medical field uh,
4: does that kind of run in the family. Uh, yeah, I would say so. So so technically, he's my stepdad. I guess okay. um, I call him dad too. But uh, yeah, I mean, kind of. I didn't even really know what I wanted to do growing up as a kid, right? You don't really know, and. Um, after kind of shadowing him and following his footsteps, it just seemed like, uh, you know, it's a lot of fun. Your office is a football field or an ice rink or a basketball court. You know, you have crazy hours, but it's all fun. You're not stuck in a office cubicle all day, you know, which some people is good, but I, I could never manage. I like to move and stuff. So, yeah, I would say it's like overall, yeah, I'd say it kind of runs like it's just – we're very similar people, and so it was just meant to be, I guess, following his footsteps.
3: Yeah. Uh, now, you mentioned, uh, of course, you're doing hockey now, and you, you did other sports as far
4: as training goes? Yeah. I would say, uh, like, overall, even from – if you even count, like, my undergrad years as a student athletic trainer, all the way up until working hockey, I've pretty much covered about every sport – around whether it's the basketballs, volleyballs, baseballs, even like golf, track, cross country, lacrosse. Uh I've covered like a rugby match or two. Wow. So I've had a good spread of all the sports down here.
3: So I guess hockey's the one you, you it's kind of your quote favorite maybe.
4: Oh, there's nothing else like it. I would say hockey and lacrosse are my top 2. Hockey is just something else.
3: Okay. Well, they're similar sports. I mean, the you know, lacrosse doesn't have the sharp blades on the feet, but uh,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, otherwise I guess the uh the the uh rules are are, are a lot similar too. So, oh, yeah. You, well, what does a typical work day look like for you?
4: Uh, so right now I get in about seven o'clock and uh, I'm start setting up everything for practice, whether it's, you know, the water bottles, the coolers, you know, folding towels, whatever it is that I need to get done to make sure everything's like kind of clean and neat and ready for the guys to show up. Um, and then whether it's, you know, someone's hurt or injured, I might like write a program up for them to do that day exercises, their treatments, rehab, Um, and then once guys start showing up, I handle the ones I know are injured. And then if other guys need stuff, they'll come in and just kind of work on them before practice, get them all ready. And then practice, I would say is more of my downtime where I just kind of sit on the bench, keep water bottles filled and just kind of hang out, chit chat with the guys during breaks and just kind of, you know, hope that nothing happens (laughs) that needs my attention.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, is game day much different?
4: Yeah, game days. Uh, game days are tough. They're always tough. It's kind of the nature of the business, being like the staff. Whether it's me or Kyle, our equipment manager, it is. Uh, I still get there about seven o'clock, but it is an all-day thing. You get everything. You start getting everything ready for the visitors' teams, which is their coolers, their locker room, all their towels, everything they need. We'll have a morning skate usually, so same kind of process. Taking care of my guys. And then after that, it's just, like, setting everything up, cleaning the room. We vacuum everything, mop everything. You know, uh, Kyle sets up the our locker room, makes the jerseys look nice and neat. If you ever see those pictures on Facebook, yeah, uh, he's the one that does all that. And I kind of just help do all the little stuff around that, you know, he might need help with at the time. And then just a normal day after that, once a guy starts showing up, kind of take care of them, and then – Watch the game and hope we win, and then hope hope no one gets hurt, which is my biggest concern half the time. Yeah,
3: um, and well, of course, I guess if it's an away game, you, you don't have to worry about the cleaning up part. I don't guess. Yeah. Of course, I guess it depends on where you go. <laughs> they might
4: not be That's so clean. <laughs> some uh, some places are better than others. You know, some a lot of places are pretty good about taking care of the visiting team, um, and being in this league for. So this is my seventh year now. You kind of know a lot of the people, um, at least the ones that are you know not brand new. But so everybody kind of takes care of each other. We all make sure we're all you know everything's clean and put together, and you have everything you need. Uh, so yeah, away games are a lot more relaxed, a lot more you know enjoyable in that sense. Um, sometimes the traveling's not so much fun, but uh, once you get there, it's a lot easier.
3: Yeah. Well, I know that. Uh, you know, some of the players might have some game day rituals. Do you have certain things that you've got to do? Maybe, maybe not necessarily that they have to be done in a certain order, but you just like to do it that way.
4: You know, I used to, I will say my first two years when I was in Birmingham, I had a towel that I had on the bench and I had to fold it a certain way. And if there could be no wrinkles and if there was a wrinkle, it'd drive me crazy. I'd be stressed. I'd be refolding it, and after a while, I realized that, uh, you know, it didn't matter (laughs) whether my towel was unwrinkled or not, whether we were going to win or lose. It didn't really affect anything, and I was like, so I just kind of put a lot of that stuff to the side, so I don't don't really have, like, rituals anymore just because (laughs) I took them a little too far the first time.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I, you know, I have my special game day shirt that I like to wear, you know, Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, I'm not the one out there playing or anything, but I, I hate to take a chance, you know, because so, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. That's
4: true. You really don't. You really don't. <laughs>
3: um, uh, what's the worst situation as far as a trainer you've ever had to deal with?
4: So it was actually in Huntsville. A um, uh, shout-out to Marvin Powell. Um I was in Birmingham. I was in Birmingham. It was about three years ago. We were in Huntsville playing, and guy gets tripped up by our goalie um, as uh, my player skating by, and it cuts him. Thankfully, it wasn't on the neck. It was right above, right on the chin, um, and it was about twenty five stitches, give or take. It was pretty rough. Um, thankfully, there was no major damage. He's all good and, and happy. I know he's back home, but. Yeah, I would say that was probably the scariest situation I've been in so far. Uh, well Of course, like anytime you deal with those blades.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you had, uh, you know, Adam Johnson here a few months ago that died after being yeah. cut uh, by a skate to the neck. And uh, yeah, it got a lot of publicity, which was then followed by teams or leagues, you know, mandating the neck guards. Uh, do you think that was a. Kind of a knee-jerk reaction to that, or I mean, it's kind of kind of a rare injury, you know.
4: It is. Uh, it's one of those things where some some parts, yeah, they're just jumping to kind of cover themselves, almost, you know, like if they put this in effect, they, you know, like, hey, you have to wear neck guards, and they can't really get in trouble if someone doesn't.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: But at the end of the day, like, if you offer it to the athlete and they say no. It's kind of on them. You can't force people to, to a certain extent. Yeah. I guess you can if you're the league. You can do whatever you want, but you know, i I think they're safer, <laughs> but they also actually are pretty expensive too. Because okay. we have looked into them and they're not uh, exactly cheap. So
3: yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, I've never worn. Record, I've never played hockey, so you know, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how hard it would be to move around you know with one or to 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 be able to see you know move your head uh you know i don't mm-hmm. know how restricting restricted they are so what's something that people misunderstand about being a trainer
4: well if you, want to, if you want to give you the common one it's uh, when you tell someone you're an athlete trainer they assume you're like a personal trainer
3: uh-huh.
4: um, which is why i usually say sports medicine added on just to help them but I would say past that, it's that people think you just kind of make ice bags and stuff. Um, you, so it's a lot more to it, which I guess you kind of see it nowadays a little bit more on the on TV and stuff in the football games. You'll see a lot of the anytime there's an injury, trainers run it out. So it's getting a little bit more awareness, but we're usually just uh, misunderstood in our like our training and what we're actually there for, which is the like. If someone's like an emergency medical situation, that's kind of like our biggest thing, especially during games and practices and stuff.
3: Yeah. Well, you, were, you mentioned you were at Birmingham and uh, now you're in Huntsville. Did you get any grief for coming to Arrival?
4: I did. <laughs> I did. So I actually left. Um, well, the way it worked out, it was unfortunate, but I left around Mar- like mid March. Uh, last year, so I actually didn't finish the season with Birmingham's, but I would still go to their games. And, uh, yeah, I had a lot of the fans and, like, boosters and everything. They definitely uh, were ragging on me then and when I came back. Uh, not in a mean way, of course. Good nature. They were all nice and, and having a good time with it, so.
3: Okay. And I, I was going to ask you, because I, I, I was thinking that you, you had not been in Huntsville that long. Um, we had Jason Lopez on an earlier episode and and he had had mentioned uh you know turning over the the spot to you and i thought well yeah. has has Cody been there longer than what I thought I thought well, maybe he's been an assistant or something you know, and then no. he's stepping into the to the position there uh so so how did you make it to Huntsville?
4: Um, honestly, it's pretty simple. It's like, no, not too much of a long story. I, uh, you know, when I was, when I was up here, I got to know w- at, in grad school for my master's, uh, working in Alabama A&M, you're also like half hospital employee. Okay. So I got to know some of the hospital employees, like some of the other athletic trainers that work for Huntsville hospital and my now, um, boss, Michael Stevenson. And so we just kind of kept. Uh, contact over the years, him and my dad are pretty good friends. When it comes to you know the training space, and he always told me he's like, if anything ever does, you know, if lo- if Jason ever leaves, he's like, you're you're gonna be the first guy I call. Okay. And so when it happened, <laughs> he called me. and said, "Here's the deal. This is happening. I'll give you time to think about it. Yes or no? If not, you know, we'll we'll move on. No big deal. No hard feelings." And so it took some thinking, but. It was kind of hard to pass up. It's a good opportunity in a good, uh, good city with a good team, you know. So, it's just one of those things. A little bit closer to home yeah. for me and my family.
0: We'll be back with more of the Reekin' Havoc podcast. Time now for the Huntsville Havoc pick of the pack, a weekly spotlight from head coach Stuart Steffen. Matt Dorn, number forty-three defenseman, again going into his rookie year. Got a little taste of pro last year. Coming out of college, um, spent a few games in the East Coast, and then he came down and finished the year with us last year. Saw a lot of potential in him, so again, he came back this year and still being a rookie, but you know, I think even just a little bit of experience last year has led him to take on a little bit of a bigger role this year with us. Came in this season, uh, went to an ECHL training camp, you know, didn't make it there, but had a really good camp and came in here and I think it has been really good for us, really solid player. He's been contributing offensively and defensively for us. Um, I just think just really works hard in the D zone, hard to play against, and then helping run in our top power play right now. And, you know, I think that he's a guy that uh, might take off here pretty soon too and start generating some more points and really helping us out. So he's been, uh, you know, a big part of our success here early on too. The Reek and Havoc podcast will be right back.
1: Men, let's face it. We know you hate going to the doctor, but Game Day Men's Health in Madison isn't your average doctor. They get you in and out quickly with their simple yet uniquely customized three-step process. Game Day Men's Health offers low T, ED, and weight loss treatment along with HGH, hormone pellet, and testosterone replacement therapy among their services specifically designed to help you be the best husband, father, professional, and man that you can be without synthetic hormones. And your initial consultation and testosterone level test is free game day men's health visit them online at gamedaymenshealth.com forward slash huntsville and book an appointment or go by their office at 9238 madison boulevard suite 1300 b in madison game day men's health call 256-850-1570 256-850-1570 when you need to be your best it's game day men's health
3: Want to howl with a Havoc this season? Now's your chance from Applebee's Tailgate Talk and the Reekin' Havoc podcast. Just go to Reekin'Havoc.com and click on Howl with a Havoc to register and listen to Tailgate Talk on Saturday mornings as we announce the winners of Huntsville Havoc tickets. Howl? howl with a Havoc this season from the Huntsville Havoc, Tailgate Talk, and the Reekin' Havoc podcast.
4: Hey, this is Pete Sakalis, and you're listening to the Reekin' Havoc podcast.
3: Speaking of getting grief, I imagine you get a lot of it from players who think they're good to go when they're not. <laughs> um, I, I, I would say the words walk it off are not probably not common ones that come out of your mouth.
4: No, not not at this level um, because most of the guys know their body pretty well. Um, obviously, every once in a while you'll have um, – an athlete that's a little acting a little soft com- compared to what you're seeing and, and examining, um, very few and far between with these guys. Uh, hockey players are some of the toughest athletes I've ever met, <laughs> and uh, they'll play through almost anything they possibly can. Yeah, as long as it's not like going to affect them later on in life. If it's just something they can play through with pain, a lot of times they're just going to fight it and deal with it. So. It's sometimes just making sure that the pain's not as bad, whatever I can do to dim the pain down so it's not affecting them too much.
3: Yeah. Um, and I would also think that it's kind of a struggle to keep guys engaged, you know, who have to sit and watch until they mm-hmm. are able to get out there.
4: Yeah, that's actually a huge thing. Uh, I've always been a big proponent of there's always something you can do. So anytime I have guys that aren't skating, you know, depending on what their injury is, I might have them doing core workouts or upper body, lower body. You might have them on the bike, doing treatments, whatever they can do off the ice to keep themselves going until they're fully healed to be able to come back and play and be on the ice and skate. You just have to find little things to keep them, like you said, focused.
3: Uh, seems like a lot of them are into playing video games.
4: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe you know, that's a distraction. Funny, <laughs> it's funny because my first year, no one on the team played video games. I was the only person that did. Really? Uh, no one else did. And then uh, the longer and longer I've been in the league, the more and more kids like coming in, like all gamers.
3: Uh, well, yeah, I hear a lot of them talk about you know, this game or that game or whatever. <laughs> Uh, do, whenever you or a player has to go have a doctor visit, do you go with them a lot?
4: Uh, if I can, I do. Um, I know sometimes the schedules don't line up if the appointments during practice, obviously I have to be a practice. Um, so sometimes they have to go by themselves, but more often not, I, I like to go with them just so. And I actually explained this to an athlete the other day, so I can be like the middleman. So I can take their ta- like words and turn them into the medical terms that the doctor might need to better understand what's going on.
3: Okay, the interpreter.
4: <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, and well, I mentioned it that, that we had Jason on an earlier episode, and he brought up the fact that you know y- you're not alone. You don't have to do all this by yourself either.
4: No, no. Usually, you know, um, I'll have like an intern um, and then just overall, honestly, um, here has been great where the support staff is just incredible. Whether it's our team chiropractor, um, Alex, who comes to every home game and is always available to help out. And then all the doctors are fantastic and all their staff are so like they make it so easy to get people in quickly and just like no problem at all. If I can't go, they're easy at communicating with me, talking to me, letting me know what's going on. So the athlete can't lie to me and try to get back into the game, <laughs> which has happened before. So, um, No, it's honestly, that's the one thing. Like having a good support staff around me and the team, just makes my job honestly so much easier.
3: Um, now, Jason also said he was going to keep an eye on you because, uh, you know, he'd be ready to take the reins back if he needed to. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, he says that he comes to. He, he's been coming to some games here and there, which all like I gotta tell him like, please come on, hang out. Like, I know how it is. Like, when I thought, because I did before I took this job, I actually was planning on that was it was my gonna be my last year last, um, and I was gonna go be an assistant under my dad at Coleman High School.
3: Oh,
4: and so I kind of had the idea that I was I was done with hockey, and so. I kind of saw like what it is like when you kind of put it to the side a little bit, like it does. Like you kind of miss it a lot, and so I completely understand. Like being away from it's tough. So I always tell him, like, come on back whenever you want to.
3: So I guess I guess he's always there if you need to call him about something.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really nice to have that uh, resource there too.
3: So, since you got here to Huntsville, how many injuries have you had to deal with?
4: I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, number-wise. Um, it's actually not been too crazy, knock on wood, but uh, maybe like 10-ish plus, like a dozen, give or take.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that's more than I thought, but then I guess I'm thinking more a a worse injury than maybe, uh, you know.
4: Some guys have had injuries, but they nothing like they can't uh, play through or nothing that really stops them. So.
3: Okay. Well, I knew that uh, a couple of them had been on the injured reserve list. And yeah. so um, can you tell us who your biggest problem child is there on the team? <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, no comment on that. i would honestly say there's not really a problem child on the team. Um, the players have actually been like – absolutely fantastic Uh, they've welcomed me with open arms like i was a part of the family for years um so no one's really giving me grief no one's really injury prone or anything like that they're honestly just good hard-working you know guys that stay healthy (laughs) (laughs) hopefully (laughs) yes so
3: what uh what have been you you mentioned the the support staff that you've got there what what have been some of the the pleasant discoveries about the Havoc organization that you've made since you've been here?
4: Um, I would say uh, a nice thing is, is one is everything is close um, in Huntsville with the rink being right next to the hospital. Um, So that's very nice. Uh, If someone needs to go to the doctor, it's a five minute drive, if that, which makes, uh, which is really nice. Um, Everything is definitely more compacted here which, uh, which you know, honestly, it just makes my life easier. It makes a players' life easier going up there and not having to drive 20 minutes out of the way. So that's been really nice to find out. I'd say it's probably the biggest one, to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, um, there's definitely a lot of similarities um, between my time in Birmingham and Huntsville, which is nice. It wasn't too much of a drastic change.
3: So... Anybody wanting to get into your line of work for a living, what what kind of advice would you give to them?
4: I usually tell them don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. So it's actually a master's level uh, degree now. They actually changed it right after I got out of school. So usually I tell people just to, uh, if it's something you want to do or maybe aren't sure, find somebody whether it's your high school has an athlete trainer you want to shadow or try to get you know into an organization at least do like an internship for you know a couple months just to see if you like it or not and then from there you just you you go to a school and you you just find the ones that uh, have the program which i don't actually know anymore because a lot of the schools have changed uh, when they changed it all over
3: well, uh, let's, uh, let's get to the uh, portion of my interview. I call it my puck-out-of-play questions, where they're just uh, just unrelated, usually, to hockey. Um, and uh, my first one is, what's your favorite TV show, or maybe what's your streaming right now?
4: Um, I would say streaming right now, uh, my wife and I have been watching Castle a lot. On uh, Hulu, we've been okay. watching that pretty much twenty four seven when we're at home.
3: Okay, I've seen it on there. I've just never seen it, the show. So it's
4: pretty good. It's pretty good. It's it's funny. It's a funny like crime show. You know, there's a few of them out there, but yeah. Um,
3: uh, mo- movie. What, what's your favorite movie? Ooh. or movies?
4: I would I would <laughs> say movies overall probably Star Wars. Uh, original there you, trilogy. There you go. That's um, what I grew up with. Um, <laughs> I have them all. I have all the books. Read them all. So big Star Wars guy.
3: Okay, what do you think? Think of uh, the Ahsoka.
4: I have, actually haven't watched it yet. Oh, uh, I'm right. a little nervous. To, I'm a little nervous to watch some of the newer shows, okay. uh, just because I wasn't a big fan of at least like the newer movies. Yeah. And so I've heard some good th- I've heard good things about it though so I do need to watch it um once I'm done with the uh, castle.
3: Yeah. Well my of course my favorite one of them was, you know, episode 4. So uh and you know, I saw it back when it was originally out <laughs> in the theaters. So <laughs> um so maybe that's why it's my favorite one, but yeah, the shows uh, I've been surprised with. Um you know, there's some there's there's some neat things in there. So yeah, I'd say I'd say give them a chance. You know,
4: uh, favorite food. Uh, so I would say they're called I call them Southwest roll ups. It's uh, something my wife makes. It's basically just cream cheese, black olives, uh, Fiesta ranch mix, and you just stir it up and then roll it in the tortilla shell.
3: Oh, hmm. Okay. Uh are you much of a reader?
4: I actually yeah, I'm a huge reader. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you,
3: you said you had all the Star Wars books, so well yeah. what's your favorite book?
4: Uh it's hard to have a favorite book. I actually have a favorite author who writes a bunch of books. His okay. name's Brandon Sanderson. Okay. Um yeah, but I read pretty much constantly. Um I'd say, especially like on bus rides and stuff, that's kinda what I do on the bus, so
3: all right, and uh, my last one, give us some Cody Miller trivia. Um, maybe something that's not too embarrassing to pass along. Or
4: oh, I'm a pretty boring person, so I don't know if I have anything <laughs> real juicy.
3: It doesn't have to be juicy, just something that, you know, most people don't know about. you. Oh, gosh. Maybe a guilty pleasure or something.
4: Guilty Pleasure is uh, probably my like second or third favorite movie. Is The Notebook? I would say oh, it's 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 a classic, and I know it's a chick flick, but it is really good. All
3: right, that's that's one of my wife's favorites. I've I've not watched it yet, <laughs> <laughs> but you know there are some chick flicks out there that I I don't mind watching. So <laughs> you know they're they, they'll work for me sometimes. And as speaking of your wife, you're a relative newlywed
4: yes uh september 16th uh just just a couple months back (laughs) oh
3: wow that is that is recent so how is married life treating you
4: it's awesome Uh, honestly it's so nice it's it's nice to have someone that supports this job because it's definitely something hard to do by yourself um sometimes you're not at home for you know but you're, you know, when you sleep, that's all. You get home, you sleep, you wake up, you go back to work. So, uh, having someone around that supports me, she comes to pretty much every home game. So it's always nice to have someone in the crowd cheering for me because uh, most people don't even know who I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which call, is fine. It's you don't want people knowing me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's uh, you know, I guess if uh, it's the, it's best if people. Don't notice you, you know if things are that means you're doing your job right
4: exactly so. yeah, I know I always tell people it's uh if you it's better when i'm not doing anything if I'm at work and I have nothing to do that means that means everybody's healthy and we're all good yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: all right well I, I appreciate your time, and uh, I hope you all have a merry christmas, happy new year and and all that jazz. Thank you. You as well. All right. Thanks a lot. We'll we'll be talking to you some uh, another time down the road here.
4: All right. Sounds good.
3: That was Havoc Athletic Trainer Cody Miller in the slot. The Reek and Havoc Podcast. We'll be right back.
0: If you love the Huntsville Havoc, leave us a voicemail with your name, how long you've been a fan, and even some of your favorite players. Call 256-434-RKKN. That's
2: 256-434-7556.
0: The Reek and Havoc Podcast.
2: In June of 2005, our twin girls were delivered, Melissa and Ann Catherine, and they were born 14 weeks early. Amy and Chris George talk about the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund. They both weighed less than two pounds. and Catherine was 115 and Melissa was 19. Melissa lived for a couple of hours, but all of the medical technology in the world just could not have saved her. And she passed away while she was in the NICU. Chris realized pretty early that... God had given us a platform that we could use to try to help people. So Chris and I started the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund at Huntsville Hospital.
5: To know that Melissa's name is living on, we, her legacy continues, and I think that was very important to Amy and I. Is why you know the fund is named after her because for seven weeks, you know Melissa fought so that Aunt Catherine had a chance to live, and uh, I think that. We wouldn't be doing her name any justice if we didn't carry on because we know we wanted to honor her and honor her legacy and the community in Huntsville Havoc, the community in Huntsville itself, they've rallied around that and it's been a wonderful support system for us. And I think for a lot of families, too, when they see total strangers that are are giving.
2: We are online at HuntsvilleHospitalFoundation.org. Click on the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund, and you can give that way.
5: There's no donation that's too small, and, and every dollar is just as important as the next one. And if you're giving, then we understand you're giving because you care. And that's what's important is that... We've learned over the years that people give because they
1: care.
2: And you can volunteer. If you're interested in that, you can click on the volunteer tab to fill out an application. We are grateful for any type of support because we know that once we pull those dollars together, we can do big things. For more information on the Melissa George Neonatal Memorial Fund, visit HuntsvilleHospitalFoundation.org. This is Mike
4: Fellaverne, and you're listening to the Weekend Havoc podcast.
3: Huntsville will be at home all weekend with upcoming games against Quad City on Friday for Ugly Sweater Night featuring the Baby Races. Saturday is Peanuts Night as the Havoc will host Birmingham. The Small Dog Races will be Tuesday when Evansville comes to town. All three games start at 7. Be aware of the VBC's clear bag only policy for Havoc Games. This includes no clutch purses, fanny packs and diaper bags. Exceptions to the policy will be made for all medically necessary items after proper inspection. For more information, plus a list of prohibited items, go to HuntsvilleHavoc.com and under the Fan Zone tab, click Security. Keep in mind, too, that the VBC is a cashless venue. Concession stands or bars will not accept cash, although you can use it at Havoc merchandise stands and at the Chuckapuck table. Remember, if you're a season ticket holder, doors will open at 5.30 p.m. and remain open until puck drop. You can enter through the doors in the hallway adjacent to the Havoc front office and VBC box office.
0: You can pick up a family four-pack to Havoc games that includes four silver tickets, four hot dogs, and four sodas for only $64. Go online to the Tickets tab at HuntsvilleHavoc.com and click on Family Four-Pack for more details. The Reek and Havoc Podcast. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-731-1467.
4: 800-731-1467. 800-731-1467. Eight hundred seven three one one four six seven. That's eight hundred seven three one fourteen sixty seven.
0: Tickets, official Huntsville Havoc merchandise, and more, go to Huntsville Havoc.com. Visit our website at Reconhavoc.com, look for us on Facebook, Instagram, X and Threads, and listen, follow, and subscribe to the Reekin Havoc Podcast on your favorite platform to keep up with the only weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekan Havoc Podcast.